Welcome back again to another episode of Chappy Chats. Here we are again at the beginning of another week. Should be an exciting week because we're alive. We get to experience life. Some of us will experience some good things, some bad things, and some in-between things, but we still get to experience those things. What I want to talk about this week is this idea of my dad used to have a saying. I don't know where he got it from. I heard it from my grandparents and everybody else. Are you going to cut your nose off to spite your face? And yet, that is what we kind of do in society. As you know, I'm a chaplain and I work for a criminal justice authority that holds or houses prisoners. Some of these are county prisoners. Some of them are federal prisoners. But all of them have one thing in common sometimes, and that is they commit a crime. And they commit that crime, and they're sent to jail, and sometimes they're sent to prison. And while they're in prison, the idea is we're going to rehabilitate them. And we want to rehabilitate them because we want them to be productive members of society. Well, that's a great idea, except a lot of times that doesn't happen because in a state like mine where everybody and their dog, that's a saying I'm familiar with, in other words, everybody around, gets to tack a fee on for them misbehaving and breaking the law. And they have to pay these court costs and fees. Well, the problem with that is They may go to prison and they may learn a trade. They may get a college education, but they come out and they have this big title across them called felon, sort of like they used to have to wear the scarlet letter saying to everybody, look, I messed up. I'm a horrible person. You can't trust me. Now, I'm not saying we should trust every inmate that comes out of jail and automatically just bring them in and make them a part of our family and trust them with the keys to the hen house, if you would say. But what I am saying is, if we truly want to rehabilitate them, we want to discipline them, but not punish them, we need to change some things. What got me thinking about this is I have a longtime friend that is now going to run for Senate, and this is one of the things that he talked about when he declared his candidacy. We need to give these people opportunities to make good in life. But when we put that big title on them, many employers are afraid to hire them. Or we even sometimes take their license away. And in this society, if you don't have a mode of transportation, and in a city like Tulsa, where I live, you really don't have that good of mass transit. And really, you don't need that much mass transit, in my opinion, because you can get around fairly easy. But we don't even give them a bus card so that they can take the city bus and go from place to place. Or we put such restrictions on them that some jobs that might be willing to hire them won't and can't because they can't be out that late. So we need to do something to change that because I believe everybody should get a second chance. If they go to prison and they serve their time, it should be like when I was in Sweden. They had a bench up front in an old church and I asked what that bench was for. And they said, well, that's the shaming bench. And the stocks outside were also for that purpose of shaming you committed a sin or a crime or something, they put you in the stocks and everybody going to church got to see, oh yeah, he's over there, brother so-and-so messed up. Or they would bring you down front in the church and they would talk about what was going on. Now, here's the issue. When they finished their time in jail or prison or whatever it was, and they came back to church, they would bring them down front back to that same bench. And when the service was over after they had sat there and everybody knew that They must have been in trouble at one point. The pastor or priest would come down. He would have them stand and face the congregation. And he would say, this person, and name them, 
has paid their debt to society, and they have made amends for their crime. So now we need to welcome them back into the family. Well, that's what we need to do with everyone. We need to truly give them a second chance and welcome back in the family and take the obstacles out of their way. Now, I know, just like some of us that have never gone to prison and we don't ever change our ways, some who go to prison, that won't get their attention and they'll still keep messing up and doing things. We're not talking about those people. We're talking about the people that genuinely as an inmate told me one time, had a season of stupid or was caught up in a passion and they just lost their mind for a moment. They're not really insane, but in that moment, they couldn't think of anything else to do and they did it. We need to take the obstacles out of their way. We need to help them find employment and transportation and housing and quit putting that big scarlet letter, in this case, a scarlet F on the front of them that lets everybody know that. Another thing that hit me this week and this idea of cutting our nose off to spite our face, because if we don't help those coming out and they go back to default because they don't know anything else and they can't get anywhere anywhere else, then we truly are cutting our nose off to spite our face. The second way we do it is, I don't like deadbeat dads. Nobody does. We want them to pay the money they owe. We want them to take care of their children. We don't want the state to have to do that. We want them to do that. They fathered the children or they mothered the children because there are some women who have to pay child support. But the point is, sometimes they end up in jail and they stay there for six months, maybe more. And during that six-month period, what they owe just keeps stacking up and they're not able to work or pay anything during those six months. So they just get further behind. And sometimes they lose their license and sometimes they lose the job that they had. So when they get out, they've been housed at the county taxpayer expense. They're giving no money to the wife or the husband. And when they get out, they have no means. Now, I live in a state that has the ability to garnish your paycheck. So why in the world would we ever send anybody to jail on a failure to pay child support when we could help them get a job and we could take money to help them catch up. And we wouldn't add court fees and cost and fine cost on top of it because he don't have the money already to pay the child support. Now we put more money they owe. And if they don't pay that, they'll be back in jail. And if they're back in jail, they won't pay the child support. See what I mean? We're just cutting our nose off to spite our face. But that's how the human heart works. And I just wonder this week, as you're going through your own life, maybe you've not been to jail for any of these things. Maybe you've not committed a crime, or just didn't get caught for one. But I wonder in what ways are you cutting your nose off to spite your face? Maybe you need to make a job change. You have a dream in your heart, and you have the ability to follow that dream, but you're not following it because you're afraid. And you're cutting your nose off to spite your face because you're staying in a miserable place. Or maybe it's a miserable relationship. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just a bad habit, and you could get over it. But you just cut your nose off, spite your face and don't do anything about it. So I hope you'll join with me and my friend who's running for state senate and begin to think of ways in our communities that we can quit cutting our nose off to spite our face when it comes to prisoners and to child support. They need a second chance. They deserve a second chance. God gave you a second chance in many ways that people don't know, but you know. So let's start thinking about how by giving other people second chances, and even giving ourselves sometimes a second chance, we can quit cutting our nose off to spite our face. Well, I'll see you next week on another chapter and episode of Chappy Chats. I hope you're blessed, protected, and favored in your journey this week. God bless.